this in because that lead up was really long but yeah oh welcome to pretty scary everybody pretty scary boo boo carrie yo carrie's not here today uh but carrie what is in a nightmare work thing right now so yeah it (laughs) happens it does of course it does so what are we talking about today oh how the world's gonna how we're all gonna blow up and catch on fire yeah, and I have opinions on this, apart from the facts that we're going to cover. Well, that's good, because we're doing a podcast. I'm actually, I, I was reviewing what we have put, you know, we have in front of us here. Right. And the thing that kept striking me as odd is how somehow we haven't covered this yet. Yeah. This feels like top shelf, unpop, unpop, it's, pretty scary It's a content. thing I've, I've kind of touched on in other podcasts, but I've never done a whole podcast on the effects of... A nuclear war. Well, you, there's a reason to talk about it right now. Yes. Thank uh, you, North Korea. Yeah. Although, I don't think that's going to happen. The, the only thing that's concerning about it is all of their missile tests in the past. They've never tested an ICBM, mm-hmm. which that's what this was, allegedly. Like, our intelligence community is saying it was, but we could just be saying that so we have yeah, provocation to drop why, a bomb on here's, them. Here's what I don't understand. If they bomb us, we they're gone. I mean, like, they, well, the, they, how do they not understand that if they bomb us, the whole world's like, well, he okay, America. He <laughs> gets that. The thing is, the conditions under which North Korea would bomb us, because they're not as crazy as people think, but that family just wants to stay in power. And he is crazy enough that if he knew he was about to lose power, he would do one last insane thing and just send sure, a fucking bomb sure. our way. Sure, but I just don't think it's going to happen. But I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, I certainly hope it doesn't. Well, sure, because we're going to cover why we don't want that to happen. Right. Well, uh, right just... now, the, the missile they have, this is a selfish way to look at it, especially because I have friends up there. But the missile they just tested, it would have the capability to reach Alaska. Oh, we're fine. So we're losing a lot of serial killers. Yeah, we got a lot of land in Alaska. People yeah. don't understand how big Alaska is. <laughs> right. Most They have the most earthquakes every year. Yeah, I mean, what They've are we... They've recently surpassed Oklahoma, which has the most. Crazy, right? Where the wind goes whistling down the plains? Fracking. Yeah, well, fucking... It's causing earthquakes in oklahoma that's a whole other thing fracking would be a good episode too oh yeah we should do a fracking episode because then we can talk about williston north dakota yes we should talk about williston north have you have you ever looked at a crime map of north dakota there's one red dot in the entire state and it's williston (laughs) everything else let's just do an episode on williston north dakota then we should we should fracking is like whatever but that is more interesting yeah well that's what caused it is fracking jobs why don't we do a documentary on williston north dakota because we'd probably get murdered if we go there but i think there i think there's been some oh ours would be better oh yeah for sure it'd be funnier yeah all right so speaking of funny let's get back to nuclear war so we're gonna we're gonna start with you know we're gonna do a little fyi session yeah at the top we're gonna do a, a deep dive into how the weapons work the different types yeah not not history. Everyone knows how the fucking bomb yeah. happened. Watch your movies. And everybody knows that Indiana Jones survived one of those tests. Right, right. A lot of Marines survived those tests. Oh, man. He wasn't a Marine. Why did I say that? I don't know. Because they did, but yeah. then they lived terrible lives. That's not this episode. So No. All right. So, so, the, so there's five types of nuclear blasts. Five types. Which I didn't know. I did not either. This I found all of this super duper interesting. Uh, not necessarily this part, but we'll get into it. Uh, the five types: air uh, that happens below a hundred thousand feet, but high enough that the fireball doesn't touch the earth. Like this, I I didn't know how how big of a difference it makes if the missile strikes the surface as opposed to blowing up in the air. And is the goal there to just radiate people? Sort of. Okay. 
it, it's uh, we'll get into it when we talk about Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Oh, okay, that which works. were both in the air strikes. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, an airstrike, it's below 100,000 feet, but high enough that the fireball doesn't touch the earth. A All high right. altitude strike is the same, but it's above 100,000 feet. An underwater strike, uh, because I'm kind of a jokester, I put this happens in a car. Hey, oh, hey, oh, you're funny, man. You, man. Uh, we should just stop now. We should. I think we're done. Yeah. I think we've covered drop. it all. <laughs> that was a really funny thing you said. Because here's that. Actually, those actually happen underwater. Yeah. That's when it blows up it can't, underwater. Um, <laughs> when I first opened up the document and read that, I was deeply confused. Yeah. Did, did not you do realize. The, did you, you do a double take? What? Yeah. Actually, I did a double take and a spit take. Nice. Spit coffee all over my computer. Um, so thanks for that, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I okay my computer. <laughs> oh God. No, I, I just, and then, but then I did that thing where I went, oh, oh yeah, he's <laughs> like joking. alone, alone at my desk. <laughs> my coworker was like, "What are you?" I'm like, "Nothing." It's nothing. Fine. I'm just reading about nuclear bombs. She goes, "Of course you are." I'm like, "You think I'm joking? I'm not." But okay, bye. Yeah, tell her to mind her business. Underground weapons. That's like bunker busters. Mm-hmm. Which are a thing that seem like it would be better, but they actually cause the that most makes, fallout. That makes sense. And the the blast wave is crazy because it's underground. It stands, shakes everything. stands to reason. There was, I don't know if I put it in the notes, but there was an underground test once that caused a shockwave that was felt globally. Like, everywhere in the world. That's they sh- insane. They shouldn't have done that. No, probably not. That's a bad, you got an F the, This was test. back when we were exploring nuclear weapons for, like, mining reasons. Like, hey, can we just nuke all the diamonds out of the ground in Africa? Science is so scary. It really is. It really is. And uh, a surface blast that's right at or just above the surface of the Earth. And that's actually the worst. That is maximum fallout, bad times. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the difference between conventional and nuclear blasts. Yeah, let's. Shall we? Yeah, please. The main difference is the size of the blast. Nuclear weapons can be many thousands or millions of times more powerful than conventional blasts, obviously. Both rely on shockwaves or blasts for their destruction needs, but nuclear weapons reach a much higher temperature than conventional weapons. A large proportion of the energy from nuclear blast is thermal, which light and heat. That's a, have you ever seen like those images of people who were killed in Hiroshima and it the shadow leaves people? a shadow behind? Yeah. Oof, that's what causes it. Uh-huh. Uh, I was thinking of that Death Cab for Cutie song about that. Is that what that's about? That's such a good song. Yeah, it is a good song. Damn it, that's a good song. Okay, where Permanent were we? Permanent shadows. Permanent shadows. Uh, they're also nuclear explosions. Also, are obviously accompanied by radiation. The size. I didn't know this. The size is measured in the equivalent amount of TNT that would be required to reproduce yeah. that particular that makes sense weapons blast. Because that's yeah. the only like quantifiable right. measurement, right? I mean, if you th- you know, yeah. Well, what else like, are we supposed to measure it by? Someone yelling really loud, like other, I, you just have to go with other explosions. Yeah. Even if it is like a billion times more powerful. It's like, take that and then. There's some measure of, way of measuring radiation that compares it to how much radiation a banana produces. That is too abstract for me. Yeah. It's a, it's a very it's weird concept. It's a little, concept. L- little David Lynchian for me. Yeah. Not very helpful. No, no. Because I, like, I don't, I would, I would say None. Like I think none, that's the point. None is radiation. That it, none radiation. But then, but then, why did we pick a banana? Science, because science. Oh, right. The best answer and punchline in the Got history. It. Bananas are of weird, anything. though. Like bananas, for example, if you put them in a fruit basket, will make all the other fruit go bad. Yeah. Did you know that? They they got a chip on their shoulder. They've been through shitty. a lot. You know what I hate? Banana breath. When people eat a banana and then they is that a thing? I've never. Really... Oh, oh yeah. And I know that because I had a camp counselor once. That, banana breath. Yeah. Tweet at me, at Bossy Matilda. Tell me your banana breath story. <laughs> no, it's real. I swear to God. I had a very breathy camp instructor. Ugh. Banana breath. That's gross. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe it's linked to halitosis, but I feel like I'm right about this. Yeah, it could be. Probably, yeah, probably just both. Banana-scented halitosis. It's the name of this episode. <laughs> No, no, no. That's the name of our band. Yes. (laughs) They stink. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh. We have fun oh, here. Oh, God. I am... I'm sorry. I can just really be too much sometimes. You're, you are too much. <laughs> so let's talk about Sarbomba, the largest <laughs> bomb ever produced. Never mind. That's our band name. Yeah, Sarbomba. Sarbomba is our. Sarbomba. We're the worst cover band in the world. We really are. All our shit glows in the dark. We've been irradiated in a blast. Tell me lies. Tell me sweet little lies. <laughs> oh, this Sar- killed people. Sarbamba. <laughs> it was uh, detonated in a test on October 30th, 1961. Hmm. It was the Soviet hydrogen bomb, and it remains the most powerful man-made explosion in history. Hmm. Had a yield of 50 megatons which could have easily been expanded to 100 megatons with slight modification. The mushroom cloud it produced was 40 miles high, seven times the height of Mount Everest. God damn. I'm glad that never got dropped on anybody. I mean, can you imagine building something like that? And then you're like in like a crow's nest somewhere, you know, and you set that shit off. And there's just got to be this deep feeling of like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, you can't... Like, did I drop that on the right somebody, place? Somebody on that team felt like an asshole at that point. Yeah. Like, you can't just... Either that, or it would be really frustrating building it and having it never dropped on anybody. Just like, I did all that. I did all that. Yeah, I, I guess, like... And we're not it, even going to destroy the world now? You're just going to let it sit there in a hidden bunker underneath Iran? Mankind's Why? just going to exist now. Okay, fine. Fine. What was I working for? Whatever. I took it to the bank. I used I all my sick days for a reason. <laughs> it's just, I always like to think about like mundane office, like complaints in, 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 that's why Cabin in the Woods is so good. You seen Cabin in the Woods? Yeah. Yeah. I think about that kind of shit all the time. Just like you're <laughs> like, we could even go back to like the, the Inquisition, right? Somebody's right. job was to create all of these torture apparatuses. Yeah. You yeah. know, you know, this is Hank. Um, <laughs> he's, he's a real rock star. He's, you know, he's really making these things, and we're really impressed. This last week, he figured out a way to pull people's toenails out. <laughs> yeah, and somebody did that, you know. But that then, was somebody's job. Yeah, but then somebody else, like somebody there is just some schlub, yeah, like, trying to like make a make his way in the world. The HR person. <laughs> yeah, if you're an H, right? If you're yeah. an HR for this shit, yeah, you feel like a dick. Right. Right. Yeah. It's. The the stories behind the like the building of the bomb and the actual like office politics that were happening, it's like they're working on like one of the most important projects in mankind, his, it, the history of mankind ever. And it's still just like petty office. That's all it ever bullshit. is. Bullshit. Like, have you seen Hidden Figures? Yeah. Like it's it's like that. Like it's just like you can't put this shit aside long enough for us to get to the moon. No, people aren't capable of Ugh. it. Ugh. People are the fucking worst. Yeah. That's why I work here. Just stay at home. I would. Yeah. You'll I'm, get there, Kate. Oh, man. It's going to happen. I, I appreciate your faith in me. I have nothing but faith in you. Man, I'm going to cry right now. I'm very hormonal. We need to move on. So let's talk about nuclear weapons. Maybe we should just blow us. Yeah, maybe this is a good idea. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe we got it coming. Yeah. So nuclear blast. These let's talk about the effects All right. of a oh, nuclear cool. weapon. Yes, yeah. please. Okay. Yeah, we're getting into the good stuff now. This is the interesting stuff. They cause uh, immediate and delayed effects. The blast and thermal radiation causes significant destruction within seconds, and then the radioactive fallout inflicts damage anywhere from hours to years later. If if North Korea is going to do this shit, yeah. I just want to give them my address. Yeah. I feel like they'd fuck it up though. Like they're not. They're, I, don't, I, I just have no desire to survive something like that. Yeah, I, I really don't. I don't want to know what America looks like in the wake of a nuclear blast. I think, and I don't know at what point it's in the notes here, but part of a lot of what we've heard about see the the difference is with North Korea, that would be a survivable nuclear attack. It's. It's when, like, if we got in a nuclear exchange with Russia, for example, and they're they're dropping 250 bombs on the United States, then we're all done. But But also, like, not going to happen. Right, right. 
But if North Korea were to bomb Alaska, we'd live. Like, no, I know, I understand that, but I'm just saying, like, I don't want to live in immediate fallout. Oh yeah, no. I don't. I I just I'm either in North Dakota researching our documentary far away. Yeah, or just take me out. Right, right. I don't want to. I don't want to wake up because you know what? I don't want to deal with Adam. <laughs> I don't want to deal with being in line at CVS ten years after the fallout. And I have to deal with some crazy ass woman in Crocs with an extra eye. Oh yeah, dealing with everyday petty shit with mutants. Yeah, I don't. We're want... gonna have flipper babies in this yeah, country. I don't want. I don't want to deal with dri- being in traffic with people who are yelling "Baby Ruth." Like I don't. <laughs> like I. I don't. Good reference. I don't want Very good that. Reference. That's what I don't want. Yeah. I don't want to deal with mundane fallout. Like, yeah. yeah, the first wave of trauma is going to be horrible. But, like, ten years later, we're all going to go back to shit. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not the kind of person that ever forgets the the, the trauma part. I'm right. going to live in it forever. All the dumb people and the ones that are fine that are just buying milk or whatever. Yeah. I can't be around these people. I can barely handle them now. And they're just normal, non-flipper people. As far as we know. Yeah, and you know that they're gonna. It's like they're gonna get like little ornaments for the bumps on their face. It's gonna get so stupid. Oh, is yeah, my point. Yeah, like someone's gonna be like, you know, someone really needs to start figuring out how to decorate those horns since they're here now. And then I'm gonna have to. They're gonna like bejewel shit. We'll have to think? sell those in in That's the merch what I'm saying, store. Is like you'll go to a gas station. It'll be like phone chargers, horn decorations. You know, flipper polish. We won't be able to call them flipper babies. No, because then there's going to be a blog about how you can't just call someone's flipper baby a flipper baby. That's derogatory. Even though it's clearly a flipper baby. They have flippers. They have flippers and it's a baby. That's a flipper baby. That's how flipper babies being, work. Not being rude. Unless it's a, like a dolphin, like if flipper had a baby. Yeah, and then there's just going to be these associations with people, the Baby Ruth Association, where, you know, yeah, they can only say- Yeah, let's say get that one going now. That's baby Ruth- at one, but of course they mean other things, and I'm being insensitive because I'm. They drive too slow. I don't want to live in that world. That's what I'm saying. Is I don't want to. That's wanna, true. I don't want to limp along with everybody else. Yeah, but I feel like we'll have to, which is. Uh, I know, but this wasn't ever going to be a happy episode. It's just like this country. We're not survivors. Like I hate to break no, it to everybody no. here, but like no matter how tough everyone, just because we have guns doesn't mean we're survivors. Yeah. Like, like, if Trump wants to become a dictator, this country's going to go, hey, oh, damn it. Yeah, He's a dictator now. Yeah, everyone's just going to be upset about it. Hashtag not my dictator. And look, here's the thing. And I, I'm just going to get into this. They can only fuck us over so much because the rest of the planet literally depends on us being greedy, greedy fuckers. Okay? Like, yeah. we're literally the, the cattle for the rest of the planet. Right. They need us to be us. China is facing population problems. Russia is just Russia. <laughs> they're just going to be stuck being Russia. Right. So we're the only we're the only assholes in the game. So they're only going to push us down so far. But with that being said, <laughs> like it's just going to be like a, they're sweeping apathy. Yeah. And the worst thing that could happen to something like the Trump administration is, by the way, a nuclear bomb. Because, oh, yeah. because then you'll have real patriotism, and then nobody will know what to do. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Unless he drops it, then it's... He's not... He doesn't know. Ugh, I hope not. No, he's not. He, no, no. He's going to quit. I, I sure hope so. No, he's... I, I thought it would have happened by now. No, 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 no. We're but too... No, he's going to quit. Let's hope so. Trust me. All right, let's talk about the basic effects of a nuclear weapon. So there's ground zero. That's, that's where the... the the detonation happens. The sure. center of the explosion. Everyone and everything in that area dies. Right. Then there's the blast effects. This is the explosive blast that causes the most damage. The shockwave radiates outward, producing sudden air pressure changes and high winds. The air pressure changes destroy buildings, but humans are actually quite resistant to those effects. The danger we get from, and I thought this was interesting, from the air pressure changes is from yeah. collapsed buildings. Also, the fr- I don't know why I put them out of order, but the first thing you see is the the flash of light, and that's mm-hmm. that's that thermal heat, mm-hmm. which damages your skin, and then the blast can tear the skin away, so your skin falls off. So you're surviving, but 
you also are missing skin now. <laughs> and that's bad. Well, especially if now the building you're in is going to collapse. Right. So you're a blister falling several stories to the ground. Right. Yeah, I'm out. And then the winds come. These are very high winds that destroy trees, utility poles, and most importantly, people. Imagine getting killed by the wind in a nuclear Yeah, but blast. see, to me, though, it's like dying in a nuclear blast. You're like, hey, what's that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you don't. But now we have that missile defense system, so I feel like if someone launches a missile, we're going to know and get to watch on CNN and see whether we're able to shoot it out of the sky. And I just don't want to have that moment where all like we're we're all yeah, just I've, like I've seen deep impact. Oh damn it, we missed. Yeah, I no. Hug me, Caitlin. Yeah, no. Ugh, depressing. But again. But again, it, Alaska. It'll, it'll never happen. Alaska. It'll never happen. Alaska. So when uh when a nuclear bomb is detonated on the Earth's surface, that's the worst. Uh, that creates a large crater. And what used to be in that crater is carried up into the air and then falls back to Earth as radioactive fallout. So the most people who die in a nuclear war it's or in a nuclear blast, it's indirectly. You don't die necessarily in that first blast, the fallout. I think that's most explosions. Yeah. But, I mean, unless you're talking about a car bomb. Right. You know, I mean... And I'm not trying to minimize this. It's just it's it's like a tsunami too. Most yeah. people don't die because of water. Right. They die because of the debris being sucked back out. Yeah. That's yeah. that's what gets you. Yeah, and with this the the debris is radioactive, which it's bad times. I chime in. <laughs> There's also thermal radiation. Approximately 35% of the energy from a nuclear explosion is an intense burst of thermal heat radiation. This this is the part I don't like. Yeah. I don't mind just blowing up. Let me just go on record here. Like, if you find out one day that I blew up somehow, don't cry for me. Because that's, like, yeah. one of the ways I would prefer to go. <laughs> like, But I don't want half of me to live for a while after. Like, I'm just a torso there. Like, oh, I should have chosen the thermal. This is bad. You're going to live for, like, two minutes. Yeah, I suppose. Two minutes compared to this next thing? Yeah. No. The, the uh, thermal heat... The temperatures of a nuclear explosion are comparable to the interior of the sun. Goddamn. Approximately 100 million degrees Celsius, which who knows what that is, Fahrenheit. Yeah. Pretty hot. It's real hot. Really hot. Look, LA hot. Travels at the speed of light so you can see it before you hear or feel the blast. Kind of like how you see lightning before you hear thunder. Mm Mm-hmm. Produces flash blindness for seconds to hours, depending on the time of day. It's uh, lesser if it happens during the day, longer if it happens at night, while Makes the pupil's sense. dilated. And if you're unfortunate enough to be looking directly at the blast, which you probably won't be, no, it can cause retinal burns and permanent blindness. All right. On a clear day, flash blindness can occur up to 13 miles away, or 53 miles on a clear night. So if a bomb goes off in L.A., we're all getting flash blindness. Like, that's a guarantee. Probably not. Well, 53 miles on a clear night? Yeah, but you're not... You have to look at the blast. No, you have to look at the blast to get retinal burns. The flash blindness, you just have to be uh, in the room because the the light just envelops everything. Some people will be sleeping or something. Yeah, yeah. If you're sleeping, you'll be fine, I assume. Uh, There's a lot of people in L.A. sleeping in the middle of the day. Absolutely. Me being one of them. Yeah, like a bear. Like a like a little like bear. A bear. First, second, and third degree burns can occur at distances of five miles away from the blast or more. And uh, nope. if you're keeping score at home, third degree burns over 24% of the body or second degree b- burns over 30% of the body will result in serious shock and probably prove fatal if not treated immediately, which they won't be in the nuclear no. war. Here's what we know. Nobody is boning. No. After this happens. No, no. You're not even going to want to touch people because so, I mean, like the real first casualty off. is sex. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a universal one. Right. Because right. the odds of you finding another person that was asleep and yeah. in a good spot when that went down that you're attracted to, no one's right. happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's going to be a whole new dating site. That's, but that's only if you're within five miles. If you're not within five miles... And we'll, we'll get to it. The, the, it's, it's more survivable than, than people think. 
But the burns are a problem because the entire U.S. has enough facilities to treat 1,000 to 2,000 severe burn cases at once. A nuclear blast would probably produce closer to 10,000. Yeah, but you got to figure 8,000 of those people aren't smart enough to get to the doctor first. Right, right. Those are the people we could lose anyway. That's fine. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I don't care because they're like, I'm fine. Yeah, you're not fine, like, buddy. Did you like? Did you hear about the guy who uh, went swimming in the Gulf of Mexico oh after the tattoo? Yeah, and then, why? Why not go to the doctor when your tattoo starts bulging? Like the I, water didn't kill you. Your apathy about your. Do you know how many people die every year because they don't know what an infection looks like? Mm, I can imagine. That's all it is. They just yeah. don't know that it's an infection. Yeah. They don't know because they're stupid. They are. That's people all. are stupid. I'm on that one today. Yeah. I really am. It's fine. I, yeah, it's nothing. There's like, a lot of stupid people in the world. Nobody who listens to our show. No, 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 no. You guys are great. You guys are great. You're all great. But you all know what I'm saying, though. It's like if you're if a part of your body has doubled in size after you were repeatedly stabbed with a needle and then you swam in the fucking Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. Which has its own problems, by the way. Right. And you don't go to the doctor. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I don't know. It's like people that die jaywalking. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of had it coming. I think I've talked about it on this show before. I cannot, like. It's Darwin Award shit. Like, those are. It's... But some of those are more inventive than dying because you got hit by a car crossing the street. Yeah. Like that one guy that died because he tied weather balloons to a chair. Oh, yeah. That's like a Homer Simpson death. He was an optimist. He just wanted to fly around for a couple hours. A guy brought a six-pack pack with him. Did that guy die, though? Yeah, there have been a couple guys that oh, okay. have done this. Good, good, good. I want So also... So just make it to the hospital. Yeah, make it to the hospital. Uh, assuming the bed you were sleeping in isn't on fire, because there will be lots of fires produced by thermal radiation passing through windows and igniting beds and couches. Yikes. So it sounds like the hallway in your apartment building is where you need to be when this thing goes off. Well, that's where, when we get to surviving it, like how to survive it, that is literally the best place. Yeah. Like if everyone, if a nuclear bomb went off and everyone in LA who wasn't in the blast radius got to the interior of an apartment building like this, we would all survive. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of us would kill each other in that hallway and there would be like massive Especially Hurricane Katrina type problems there. But uh, yeah. No. See, I'll tell you what. If I could get to that part of the survival Wait, part, my building? No, it's all fucking actors and USC students. Fuck them. We, we dominate. That's what I'm saying. Is If I can get to that part of the survival game, I'm fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you're not going to put me in the fucking Astrodome. No. That no, way, no. I, I wouldn't have fallen for that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I no. just would have been like, no. Like, no. I'm not. Swimming to Oklahoma. Fuck this. Yeah, no. Adam and I are going to go hang out over here, guys. <laughs> we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna hang out in this treehouse we found in somebody's yard. <laughs> we're good. So Adam's going fishing. <laughs> Ugh, I hate fishing so much. You, you, you dig deep. Well, yeah. I mean, for the, for the cause. I, I feel like I learned out swim. of like many things that could happen, if you and I got stuck in a fallout situation, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Because we'd be on the same page. We'd make similar choices. Yeah, we what would work it out. What you don't want is to be with someone that you that doesn't make good choices. Right, right. And like, yeah. Let's be honest. That's what we're gonna be saddled with. Probably it'll be like a movie scenario where we get stuck with some dead weight, and we're just too compassionate. Ugh. Don't talk about Jeff like that. Yeah, I know exactly. Actually, Jeff would be another great person to have around. Jeff is adamant that it, when the apocalypse happens, he is a lone wolf because everyone else will just slow him down. That's not Jeff. Either. Yeah, it's not true. He would That's actually not true take everyone. Jeff would in and die first, which he yeah. also yeah. <laughs> oh, Why Jeff. does he say things like that? <laughs> just to sound cool. We, like he knows. Why it's not does he true. want? Like I remember one of the first conversations we had. He's like, "Oh, I'm dead inside," and I'm like, "You guys like Santa Claus? You're not dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> you're like the nicest guy I've ever met." Yeah. No, no, I'm a real dick. No, you're. No, you're not. Like yeah. you hate dicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, that's the thing that bothers you. No, Jeff loves dicks. Oh. oh! <laughs> Gay jokes. Oh man. Of light. <laughs> yeah, speaking of nuclear war, uh-huh. <laughs> rates of light. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, everybody. Just a reminder if 
you want to hear this show every single week and hear all of our other shows completely ad-free, sign up for our subscription service at patreon.com slash unpops. It's just $5 a month. We release 10 to 12 episodes each week. Listen to some of them. Listen to all of them. Either way, it's a great deal. Patreon.com slash unpops. Sign up today. Thanks. We love you. One thing I found really interesting, weather plays a big part in what happens after a nuclear... I was surprised by this as well. Yeah. If there are lots of clouds or smoke in the air, the effects of the fallout will be less. The effects of the fallout and the the flash of light. Uh, if it's it makes sense when you think about it. Yeah, but yeah. I had never thought about it. I, what I didn't really understand is how much of the destruction from a nuclear. It's next in the notes. I don't know why I'm jumping ahead, but um, like a nuclear weapon on a clear, sunny, windy day. That's the nightmare. Like, right. That's that's what you don't want. The 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 thing about what I didn't know is how much nuclear weapons rely on what happens after the blast to actually cause the hmm. destruction. Because the they work kind of in tandem where the thermal pulse arrives first and it starts fires in like dry materials, dark, thin clothing. It's really interesting. I saw an old uh, like government PSA kind of Ugh. about the importance of keeping your front yard clean because of this, because when a nuclear bomb goes <laughs> off, that first blast sets shit on fire. And then the blast wave comes along and puts that fire out, but it leaves shit smoldering. And then the blast wave collapses buildings on top of the shit that's smoldering. See, this and that is, spreads fires. This, when I was reading this, yeah. I thought back to my parents joking about how they're like, oh, they used to tell us to get under a desk because it was going to save us. But in reading this... It might... Yeah. 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 Save, yeah. Any shelter you can get behind is good because of that, that light blast. Well, like, and what are the odds that it's going to drop... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're just trying to prevent the other damage. Right. Right. Like, at that point. Yeah. Because if it's on you, then I guess the joke holds water. But... Right. But the point is, is that, like, Based on what you've put together here, yeah, maybe the joke should have been instead of had a, having us run into the hallway, yeah, because if they had had you know, if they had put them in the hallway, right, right, like well, back the then they had bomb shelters where they you just expected yeah, but you were going to get. It's to just a bomb. funny, like these drills that that my parents used to talk about. It's like, oh wait, you just weren't paying attention. Yeah. Did your school have a fallout shelter? No, when you were a kid, mine did. And then well, you're in the once, Midwest. You were once the had, once the Soviet Union collapsed, it became like a game room. We were just like threats over. Let's yeah, party. No, I all of our schools in California were made way after. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, um, I think my my school, my high school and elementary school were built in the late '60s. Yeah, uh, yeah. So this I also thought was super uh, super interesting. Spreading fires. So that's that. That's one of the things these bombs rely on is that uh, process where the after effects are going to spread a bunch of fires. And I, I guess I knew that would happen, but I didn't realize that was intentional. Like that's like there's more planning that went into how these bombs work beyond just the explosion. Like they're thinking now now we've killed a bunch of people in the blast. How do we kill more people? And that's so scary to think about. Well, that yeah, I mean that's that's the worst part of weapons. Yeah, it's like a cat and nine tails situation. Yeah, like you couldn't just whip somebody. You're right. Add little hooks at the end of the leather so that when you reel back to hit him again, you're gonna rip back flesh off or whatever. Right. Same principle. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I, I had never. I've heard the term firestorm, but I didn't know it was a real thing. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, under some conditions, the fires that a nuclear explosion creates uh, coalesce into a firestorm. And that's like an actual thing. The combination of a bunch of smaller fires heats the air yeah. and causes winds of hurricane strength directed inward toward the fire, which in turn fan the flames. That happened in Australia not that long ago. There's a real really? fire, firestorm. That's insane. And... 
what this actually kind of makes me feel better about the idea of surviving a nuclear war, which is that nuclear winter scenario that yeah. we've heard so much about. A lot of the 80s was there was a big push to really scare us about nuclear weapons and what they were capable of. And the nuclear winter theory came out in 1983, like mm -hmm. right at the height of the scare over nuclear weapons in the 80s. And it seems like it would take a, a lot for that to happen in a way that would uh, kill us globally, which I don't think one bomb is going to do it. No. Unless it's in Alaska, because there's a lot of kindling there. <laughs> like that, that could be a lot of fire. I just think that, you know, somebody's going to survive this shit. Oh, yeah. So. Well, that's what was so scary about Reagan in the 80s. His whole doctrine was based on the idea that we would engage in a large-scale nuclear war with Russia, and somehow the government would still survive, and the country would carry on. Which, no. 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 Like, if it comes to that, we're fucked. Like, if it's just we, we're throwing everything we have at each other, we're done. Yeah, but it's not going to happen. I sure hope not. Well, because how do they make money then? Yeah, exactly. So that's why I don't think it's ever going to happen. And it's not going to happen before L.A. gets the Olympics in 2024. No. We wouldn't, they wouldn't be talking about it. I just want to move to the Netherlands. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't really argue that one. Well, I mean, because we're... Because we're white. So. The Netherlands, they, they're... All right, fine. I don't know what to say. It's a survival situation. Yeah, we're just going to have to... It's... <laughs> Seriously, like, I... We'll be fine. New we'll... Zealand? Wait, then I heard New Zealand's weirdly racist, too. Yeah, that whole area, New Zealand, Australia, that whole, like... Well, Australia, to me, just looks like a giant Florida. I don't need to go to Australia. Yeah, I was talking to Mon Rock today. Do you know her? She's a comic... She did a, a podcast earlier, and she lived in Australia till she was like 10. And I was like, oh, I really want to go to Australia sometime. She was like, it's just like L.A. Yeah, you, you I don't, don't need to fly there. Like I, she was like, me, go to Japan or something that's different. Yeah, I mean, God, that's a long flight. You know, I better get land in the Shire, like in New Zealand. Yeah, it's that's... Got, I'm going to need some wonder. I yeah. can't just deal with like a, every, a nation of people that look like stepdads, which is like <laughs> all I think Australia looks like to me. Yeah. Um, pr that's pretty accurate. Yeah, it's like I don't I, even. I've never even been there, and I know that's accurate. I know you know you know. I, I also know. like going to Wales looks great. I just fly like calm. Yeah, yeah. You know, even like rude and distant, I can handle. At yeah. this point, I'd rather have that. Like than, I would go to Ireland, but it would have to be like fuck. I would go to countryside. Ireland right now. Yeah. No, let's all go to. I wait. Yeah. Why are we even arguing this? Ireland is where we need to go. Yeah. My grandma went to Ireland once when I was a kid. That place like, is she the sh fucking loved it. That's just the shit. I I was in England for a couple months abroad, and the only people I met that I liked were the Irish people. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're like actually fun. They're mm -hmm. very laid back. They really do drink. I mean. Oh yeah. It's not a. They don't, that's not a lie. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a real, they party hard. And we do too. Yeah, and they like to laugh. And we like to make people laugh. The Brits do not. It's what we do. Maria Shahada's doing really good in England right now. Yeah, but she's so dry. Like, she can do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm so thoroughly American. I don't do well yeah. in the UK. They yeah, don't like that's me. that's probably, that's a good point. Yeah. I'm like olive oil. We'll just stay Oh, here. like I'm just loud and I knock <laughs> shit over. Like, they hate me. We'll just stay here. Fine. So direct nuclear radiation. That's another... I'm out. Another thing. Yeah, this is... I'm out. I don't want to do this one. This is the bad one because it's not necessarily going to kill you right away. It's insidious. But it's, it's like Indiana Jones shit. Eventually, your skin's going to start peeling off and, uh, you know, it's radiation sickness. Uh, this is zombie apocalypse shit right here. Right. Because everybody just starts to literally fall apart. Right. Ugh. And with for large bombs, the direct radiation kills fewer people than the fallout. Because the yeah. large bombs yeah. are the ones that hit the surface and cause that's, the fallout. That's what I was saying. Or that's what I meant to say. Right. If you're going to shoot this thing off, please just hit my house. Right, right. I do not want this. No, no. The It's the smaller bombs. It's the reverse. The direct radiation kills more people, but there's less fallout. Hiroshima and Nagasaki were mostly direct radiation deaths because what happened with those, I actually just watched a documentary about this the other night. The way they dropped those bombs, 
they dropped them at sort of an angle and it detonated above the ground and it detonated in a way that the force kind of came back up into itself and just multiplied in the sky. <laughs> and what's insane great is as much as many people as those bombings killed, they were both very inefficient, but like we did a relatively bad job. Do you think we were trying to do a bad job? No, I don't. I think I think we just uh because when you Here's the thing. I don't think we planned to do a bad job. I wouldn't be surprised if the people dropping the bombs were like, mm, let me maybe go a mile Something just seems... north. <laughs> because it the uh, for Hiroshima, the blast was the equivalent of 16 kilotons, but only 1.7% of the active material worked. So the total destruction radius was one mile. There were fires for uh, four miles. Jesus. Uh, side note. The Perfectural Industrial Promotional Hall. This is a a site in Hiroshima, uh, commonly known as the Genbaku, or A-bomb dome. It was designed and built by Czech architect Jan Letzel, who I'm assuming got a shit ton of work after this. It was only <laughs> 150 meters from ground zero, but most of the structure is still there today. So that's how... that And, and it's there like as a... Like as a, a monument or like a, a reminder of how terrible things Isn't are, but it's also like... a testament to the fact that nuclear weapons aren't necessarily going to destroy everything in their path. No. Well, isn't there a story? I, I kept meaning to ask you this, and I don't know if you found it in these notes. I didn't see it. But there was a guy who was in a jail cell that was led or something crazy like that. And he ended up surviving just because Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Cuz lead uh, that's what they protect what you. That was like there was something Never mind, just I'm going to find that thing. Yeah. One thing this is <sighs> This is sort of a a diversion before we uh get into the the sad effects of direct radiation. Okay. Which are awful. But one of the the things that prefectural building reminds me of is we never got to do it because Carrie really hates alien stuff. But there's all these uh, theories that there was once a nuclear, like an ancient nuclear war that happened either. Uh, there's one theory that there's one that happened in India and another that one happened on Mars. But the India one, there's all of these uh, sites where people have debunked this theory and the problem with people debunking things is sometimes those people are just as crazy and stupid as the people spreading yeah, I'll the information. Yeah. And one of the things I read about this, uh, the ancient nuclear war thing, <laughs> one of the ways they debunked it, they were like, uh, okay, there are still mud structures standing in that area. Yeah. If there was a nuclear bomb, they would have all fallen. No. No fuck stick. Heat is going to cook yeah. that mud and make it stronger. It's yeah. probably never going to fall it's, now. Yeah, it's been galvanized. Yeah, but then people see that and they're like, yep, yep, yep. Like there's videos of nuclear tests where trees just kind of blow over but don't fall all the way. Like, of course a fucking mud hut could still stand. I just really think people don't want there to have been an ancient alien nuclear war, Adam. Probably not. Like it. That would definitely punch, it would be a, a, punch be a, a few holes in some in some things. Yeah, it it would set some theories back. That's for sure. Okay, let's talk about direct radiation. Yeah, Ugh. direct radiation. The Japan bombings both had lots of it, and as a result, people in the area live with the following things for years and years after: blood disorders, like increased incidences mm. of anemia. In those exposed to the bomb. Best case scenario, you're anemic. Yeah, yeah. I would take anemia. Yeah. You nap a lot. Yeah, you're going to be a little sleepy, but at least you're not, uh, at least you don't have malignant tumors because that's the other, uh, cancer rates are significantly higher among bombing survivors compared to the rest of the population. Gives you cataracts. Even people whose eyes were partially shielded from the blasts at Hiroshima and Nagasaki still develop cataracts. And keloids, which are mounds of raised, twisted yeah. flesh. Keloid scarring. Were found in 50 to 60% of those burned by direct exposure to the heat rays within 1.2 miles of the center of the blast. Yeah. 
So that, you live with a lot of unfortunate things. A lot of uggos. In the fallout after a nuclear war. And, and that's, uh, that's where they get you. You know that because I put it in the notes. It says this is where they get you. This is where they get you. And again, it's like we, like we said, that's uh, the way it's spread is if the strike happens on the ground. So if there is a bomb and we hear that it went off above ground, we're going to be fine. It's just everyone else, whoever, the people in that general well, vicinity. The, I, don't, I don't worry about them. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. Here's the thing. Hear me out. What sure, if they Adam. drop a bomb on Alaska, but drop it in the wrong spot and it kills nobody? How fucking funny would that be? That, that is definitely what I think North Korea will do. That would be such and a... And if they do that, there won't be North Korea No, we'll, we will bomb them immediately. Yeah, it's done now. And frankly, put a lot of those people out of their misery. Yeah. <laughs> we do. Sorry, but that... North Korea... That's no way to live. No, no, no. It's, that's like it's that's a bad Orwellian situation. nightmare land. Yeah, but I mean, it would be cool if we could just. I don't know. There's not a good answer. Like, we're not going to be able to just go in and say, be a new government. Like, toppling a government requires ground troops. Turns it's a out, sticky situation. Turns out, America's not great at that. We haven't. We haven't. Uh, we don't have a good track record of that. No, I almost wore my back-to-back World War Champs shirt today which is uh, one of my favorite That's T-shirts. That's a great shirt. Yeah, it's just got an outline of America. It looks mm-hmm. like a basketball shirt. I don't feel like we're going to win that next one. No, we're the bad guys. Yeah, yeah. We're... I will say, though, that the Internet changes things. Yeah, that's true. The, you know, there's enough people on the planet that know that there are plenty of Americans that want nothing to do with that. Yeah. That's new. Yeah. I mean, that, that, just that alone changes the landscape of a world war. Anyway. Right. I mean, there's no, you know, I mean. At least let's hope. No, it does. I mean, yeah. it it just does. Like, you can't. Yeah. Uh, the whole world is named the puppy is what I like to say. Yeah. Like, no matter how much you want to vilify or whatever, there's always going to be another group of people that are that go, no, 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 no. You can't just say yeah. that all Americans or all British people or all Muslims or yada, yada. Yeah. Like, so you just can't yeah. convince people of that anymore. Right. So it's going to have to be aliens, Adam. I hope so. I fucking want those aliens, man. I'd be so relieved. Yeah, it would be nice. Because at least it would be like, okay, so somebody figured this out. It wasn't us, but somebody figured out how to fly a spacecraft. Yeah. Oh, man. I've been watching a lot of Unsolved Mysteries with Miles. Oh, really? All, just all the alien ones. Oh, nice. There was one where they spotted aliens in Belgium. Oh, yeah. And it was just these French people. <laughs> They're like, we saw the um, this spaceship, and it floated <laughs> over us, and we thought, oh, my goodness, it's Santa Claus. <laughs> I, almost sh- I almost shit my pants. I was laughing so hard. Why Santa Claus? Unless it was Christmas. French mm. people are whimsical. They are. That's cute. Let's get, we'll get to two more things really quick before we wrap this up. Cool. Uh, the ground-based mid-course defense system. For all the laughing we did about Reagan and Star Wars and his plan to shoot nuclear warheads out of the sky while they're still in space, that's exactly our plan. We have uh, the ground-based mid-course defense system, good. GMD, and it's, it's good that we have it. Uh, instead of lasers, it shoots an object into the sky and uses kinetic energy to literally crash into this weapon and destroy it. Which is really the most 80s thing in the world, because he basically developed a giant Pong. Right. And and the problem is it's not that accurate. The six times we've tested, or nine times we've tested it, six times it's failed. That's why we have uh, 37 of these interceptors. Four are at Vandenberg Air Force Base in Santa Barbara, and 33 are at Fort Greeley in Alaska. And basically, the way a lot of scientists put it is it's like trying to shoot a speeding bullet out of the sky with another speeding bullet. So basically, if we know a missile's coming, we're going to fire all of those interceptors at it and hope that one of them hits it. And if it doesn't, that's when we have the CNN moment. I just don't want to hear that America can't do what Daffy Duck did. Yeah. I, I really, like, I can't accept that. Like, if, we, if at this point, if we can't do that, then fine, we all die. We then. did success. We have another one that's on the Korean Peninsula called THAAD, which is T-H-A-A-D, but I don't know what the acronym means. But we did successfully test that today. So, maybe. 
Maybe we'll just shoot it out of the sky. But if we try that and it uh, fails, the uh, what do you do in the case in the event of a nuclear attack? Go inside. Just go to the most inside. inside. Go to the most yeah. inside place. Don't flee. Get inside a secure building until officials say it's safe to come out again. This is one of my favorite articles of all time. It's on the New York Times. It's from December of 2010. But it's about nuclear war and how it's actually more survivable than people think. Because it, they bring up in this article also that the Cold War made a, created kind of an unrealistic sense of how deadly a nuclear war would be. And it's actually more survivable than you. This is an Obama administration official speaking anonymously to the New York Times. It's more survivable than most people think. The key is avoiding nuclear fallout, which that makes sense. I mean, it's not like an earthquake. Right. You know, I mean, if there's something headed towards us, we're going to know about it. Yeah. And the, uh, the really interesting numbers, if a nuclear bomb hit Los Angeles... If people a mile or more from ground zero took no shelter at all, there would be 285,000 casualties from fallout, which even that doesn't seem like a lot. Well, it doesn't live up to the nightmare that we've been given. Right. That's a lot of people, but it's not what we've been told. Yeah. We can afford it in L.A. Yeah. We can oh, afford yeah. those 285,000. Getting to minimum shelter like a car would cut that to, to 125,000. A shallow basement, which who has a fucking basement in L.A.? Just uh, that one guy in Zodiac. Yeah. <laughs> a shallow basement <laughs> would reduce it to 45,000. And if everybody who was a more than a mile from ground zero could get to the core of an office building or an underground garage, everyone would survive the fallout. That's yeah. insane. That's great news. And you would only need to survive it for as long as it takes the fall. Like, that's what you would basically need to track is that fallout cloud. And we could do that through weather shit. And I think we would know, like, if it's coming to your area, just fucking get inside and hope it doesn't rain. Because yeah. if it rains, you're fucked. Yeah, that's, yeah. Because then it just spews the radiation into oh. your ground soil. Luckily, we're in a and drought. Yeah, we'll so, be fine. That's why I don't think they would try to hit LA. Yeah. I think they'd go Pacific Northwest. Yeah, it would make more sense. Because if you want to actually do damage... You want to go to a place with rain. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't mean to get, like, really dark, but... Yeah, that... It, it would... Yeah, that makes sense. Because if... That would make... So that would be one of the probably bigger risk factors of yeah, a because, strike in Alaska, is what it would do to that entire area. Well, and the ocean. Yeah. But at least we'd be able to go in and get all the oil. Oh, so. well, then why are we even worried about yeah, this? Yeah, we can start drilling then, because it's all... I could see Russia of, from my bedroom. Bunch of flipper animals up there and no people. Yeah. Okay. Or flipper animals. No, they're fine. We were going to end by watching a video of tests caught on film, but... Ugh. I don't want to do that. No. And they, they are dark. I'd like to dark. It, but, it's It's grim. Especially the ones where there's like an, a, a row of servicemen just like shielding their eyes with their hands. It's like, you're all going to die. You're all going to die. Move. Get out of there. No. They're all dead now. Well, they wouldn't they be dead anyway now? Yeah, probably. But they they're real they're really dead. Yeah. They're yeah. nuclear dead. They're glowing. Maybe they're not dead. They're X-Men. That would be amazing. That'd what be if, a happy ending. What if we just all become X-Men after this? But then if everyone's an X-Men, for all X-Men, then it's not fun no, anymore. Now we're back at like a Harrison Bergeron problem yeah. where nobody's special. Yeah. No good. What superpower do you want uh, after the nuclear fallout? We did a list cast about superpowers we would want, and people got really mad that I wanted Kilgrave's mind controlled. I wouldn't use it for the same thing. I don't know if you've seen Jessica Jones. Mind control is a pretty solid request. Right? That's a good one. Like, I can't really fault you for it. I'd be running the country right now. I'm going to go on visibility, but it's kind of the same reasons, to be completely honest. Yeah. You could get a lot done. Well, and you would just... I mean... You could There'd be no insider trading. You would just have to be inside. Yeah, yeah. Just pay attention. Yeah, I would steal so much shit if I was invisible. Yeah, because people say fly, but like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? Yeah, Plus I can already shoot me out of the sky. I can already get places. Yeah, I can get places. Like, I don't. It, I can't get the, there, Superman, fast. But I never need to. If you're the only one that can fly, that's not fun. 
Right, right. You're just flying. You're like, look at me. Everybody gets so sick of you so fast. And you never see like Superman taking a bird to the face. And you know that shit's happening. Yeah, if it happened to Fabio, it was going to happen to Superman. Yeah, and he was Superman is coaster. no Fabio. No. And somehow that's the second time Fabio getting hit in the face with a goose has come up this week. Really? On podcasts. That's bad luck. <laughs> We're both going to get hit by geese. I already got hit by one of your fucking neighbors, so. Oh, yeah, that's right. My car is in the shop for that right now. I have a rental car. Ugh. It's, I didn't pay for any of it. I don't care. Yeah, still. That sucks. Eh, whatever. It's life. And on a, on a final note, I just want everybody to know that the odds of a nuclear war happening and wiping us out are so much lower than a virus wiping all of us out. Yeah, it's going to be a virus or something like that. <laughs> that's, that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Just in something like some bullshit flu. Yeah. Ugh. You ever oh, played yeah. Plague Incorporated? It's a what? smartphone game. I'm going to get that right now. It's it, it's a smartphone game where you play as the virus. Oh, I'm so in. And your goal is to eradicate humanity. And you keep evolving your virus to fight what science is doing to fight you. And it's fucking amazing. That's what gonorrhea is doing play right it, now. Play it with headphones on. The uh-huh. music is so crazy. Okay. Such a fun. Yeah, gonorrhea is bad times man i got married just in time yeah yeah it's it's a bad time to be single there's fucking weaponized gonorrhea out there now don't be a whore yeah don't be don't be sluts adam this is a good episode i'm really sad now but um well we're gonna do another episode after this and it'll cheer us up yeah because i'm gonna we're gonna shit i have things to say we're gonna shit on a documentary all over it just all over it. Just scat all over that thing. I don't know which episode's going up first, though. So well, maybe you'll cut maybe this we've part. already shit on it by now. I already. I'll say this: I feel good even thinking about the ability to do this. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fun. All right, what do we have to plug? We got a show coming up in Glendale, August twenty third. We do. I'm on the first one. You're on the first one. It's going to be a bi weekly show. That's exciting. That's going to be awesome. So, un- so what you're saying is, fans of Unpops every other week can come to a place in Glendale and see any number of Unpops yep. hosts perform comedy. There's going to be on each show. I'll, I'm going to be hosting, and then there will be three Unpops hosts on each show. Great. And then we'll have uh, like a headliner and a featured comic. And the first show is uh, I'm hosting, and Caitlin is on it. Jeff is on it. Good. Quincy is on it. Ooh, that's a solid lineup if I don't say so myself. All right. And then Mo Mandel headlining. Mo Mandel oh, is cool. a national treasure. And Leah K. Janian oh, is yeah. on it also. She's that's amazing. That's a great lineup. Yeah. It's gonna that's going to be really good. Really great. And That'll then, be my last show for a long time. Yep. Come see Caitlin do comedy for the last time. For sure. Before she has that baby. I'm not. And then she's going to be doing a mother-daughter act. Son. Mother-son. Right? It's a boy, right? Well, Wasn't it's 2017. It? He can be whatever he wants to be. That's right. I don't really care. I just want him healthy. Way to be woke, Caitlin. I don't care. I mean, really, that just, none of that makes me nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Just the, I just don't want a weenie. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I just hope about. your kid's not just a piece not a, of shit. Yeah. Just like, not a No piece one of wants shit. that. No. So that's ah. that's the thing. Also, you can catch me uh, on my podcast, White Wine True Crime. It's a great show. I I really love my show. I'm very proud of it's it. It's really great. Um, Everyone loves it. You should uh, definitely listen to that. You we, should. We drop two episodes a month. We're going to increase that after Babygate 2017. Nice. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Bossy Matilda. Uh, find me on Twitter. Come and say hi to me on Twitter. Say I like hi. I like talking to people on Twitter. Stop being that way. Say hi to Caitlin. You can you follow jerks. all of my tweets about the mouth my mouth breathing coworker. Oh yeah, I those are good. Those do well. Yeah. Um, what about you, Adam? Follow me on Twitter. You should. Ad, you should Adam definitely. Todd Brown. Todd yeah. with one D. And uh, if you want to hear this podcast every week, you should subscribe on Patreon. It's worth it. It's five dollars a month. You get twelve episodes of not twelve episodes of this. That would be crazy. But we <laughs> do twelve episodes a week. You don't have to listen to them all. No, if you, you don't, don't have time. Do just really listen don't. to the best ones. Either way, it's a great fucking deal. Just the five dollars a month. Appeal to you. Yeah, the ones you like. Yeah. Don't be a maniac. You don't have to listen to everything. But you, you, if you want to, you should because it's all it's all great. You could do whatever the fuck you want. It's your yeah. life. Yeah. Live your life. Yeah. Just give us that five dollars a month. Yeah, for the for the price of one very expensive cup of coffee, right. you could just enjoy all of this instead. That's right. 
Oh, that, was, oh, that was a good plug. We did it. That was a strong dismount. That was a good dismount. I feel like I feel like Carrie Strug right now. Yeah, I feel like Carrie Martin right now. Whoa, 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 Carrie, we miss you. I miss you, Carrie. Uh, okay, all right, let's get out of here so we can do the next episode. Oh yes. Okay, Caitlin, bye. say goodbye. Hey, bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Oh, <laughs> oh,